Well, here we are with another edition of Earning Their Stripes. My name is Ian Smith, and as we sit here today in the dog days of the offseason, we are lucky enough to have a special guest on the show today who is coming off just a dominating 2019 season, and that's Marlins pitching prospect Alex Vessia. A 17th-round pick in the 2018 MLB draft, Alex is coming off a season where he struck out 100 batters in just 66 innings across three levels of the minors, and then finished his season looking untouchable in the Arizona Fall League. Thanks for taking the time today, Alex, and how are you doing? Very good, very good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Well, how's your offseason going so far? It's been good. It's been good. I'm enjoying my offseason here in San Diego. It's been uh, it's been kind of a – it feels like it's been a short offseason, but I'm enjoying it, been able to spend some quality time with my family and stuff, so it's been good. Well, talking about last season, you started the year in Clinton where you put up some pretty good numbers. But once you were promoted to Jupiter, you took it to a whole nother level. Did pitching in the cold weather for the first time in your career have any effect on your game in your mind? Um, I mean, pitching in the cold was definitely some adversity that I, I, I've never really pitched in the cold. But I didn't. I didn't think that hindered anything. I felt like uh, my off season uh, going into the 2019 season was pretty good. And then I got into spring training and we were tweaking some mechanical stuff. Um, and that kind of transferred into Clinton. And I was on the verge of figuring things out uh, with Clinton. And that's when I got moved up to high. So um, once I got into high, that's where everything was feeling really good. And and I think obviously the the numbers kind of showed it, but I just felt more and more confident once I got on the mound each time. It, you know, I felt like my my um, preparation and routine and stuff was just uh, really locked in once I got into high. Well, absolutely, man. Well, talking about high, I mean, July seventeenth on through the Arizona Fall League, you were just ridiculous. Thirty three, thirty three and a third innings. Zero runs, 49 strikeouts to four walks. Did you really realize how dominant you were during that time? No, no, not really. I, uh, I've kind of got this thing where I, I don't look at my stats. It's not like a, a big thing of mine. That kind of started uh, back in uh, my freshman year of college. Uh, that There was a time where my mom and dad, they would always text me and stuff about like different strikeouts or, or, or ERA and stuff. When I told them, I was like, I don't want you guys to ta- like text, text me or talk to me about my stats. Just as long as I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pitching good and stuff. That's all I really care about um, because I know I'm giving my team the best opportunity, you know, to win. And that's like this year, um, the, the first time I had seen my stats is when I had, um, the Marlins had posted a picture on their Instagram page. I was scrolling through, and it has the little, like, stat line at the bottom. And I I scrolled over to my name, and it had the 66 innings and 100 strikeouts. And I literally called my mom, and I was like, is that legit? <laughs> she, was all, she was all, yeah, that that's, uh, that's legit. I was like, wow, all right, pretty cool. So, that, yeah, so that's, like, something that I, I like to do. It keeps it simple for me. Um, you know, my, my only goal is to go out there and put up a zero for that inning since, you know, coming out of the pen, that you know, that's like the, the biggest thing is to kind of pass that torch to the next guy. As long as I put up a zero, you know, and keep my, my team in it, you know, that's all I really care about. All the other stuff is, isn't super important to me. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, you were putting up zeros every night, so I knew I had to. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I have to ask about the Mississippi game next year innings. Uh, it's probably had everything you can ask for in a game. Uh, you picked off a runner at second. You had your only allowed walk in Double A that night. You worked out a danger, and you had a and you had a plate appearance that resulted in a walk off walk. Two two. Swing and a foul into the middle of the catcher, Nieto. Strike three, side retired. Vesia scoreless, 10th and 11th innings here in the bottom of the 11th. The 3-0. Fastball low, ball four. It's a walk-off walk for Alex Vesia in his first ever plate appearance. Uh, just tell me a little bit about that night. <laughs> you know, it that was seriously one of like the the coolest experiences ever because <clears throat> I was told that I was going to go in if we had either tied it um and I was like okay so I, you know I start stretching and stuff and, and going through my routine one guy gets a hit another guy gets a hit then the guy hits a double scores though a two runs and now I'm in now like I, I'm I'm getting hot in the in the bullpen and stuff, and so yeah, that that was cool. Um, you know, me and me and Jazz, we were uh, I think it was like either that day or the day before. We were working on pickoffs to second, and he had put it on and stuff, and I was uh, and I was super on board with him, and we got that guy. I thought that was a super like cool play. Yeah, and then Smoke comes up to me and goes, hey, have you ever hit before? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And so, yeah, he, yeah, that was, that was a very, very interesting, you know, plate appearance. I mean, he had told me, he goes, you're not going to swing the bat until you get a strike. And I was like, all right, so, you know, sounds good. I understand. Because I'm pretty sure we had no out. So yeah. if I would have struck out anyway, we would have had two more chances to get the guy in. So, yeah, that was, I totally understood that so yeah and I saw the first pitch I think it was anywhere between 92 and 94 and I was like wow that's what it looks like because I had never I haven't <laughs> in seven years the last time I can remember I think it was my sophomore year in high school maybe oh yeah different, so different, yeah that was uh, different level of talent there double a <laughs> yeah just a little bit just a little bit well, I have to yeah. ask about the Jacksonville crowd a little bit. It's been it's been known as one of the best atmospheres in minor league baseball. But uh, how is pitching in high pressure situations in that stadium? You know that that was honestly a, a super like cool and surreal feeling because you always imagine um, you know a big crowd where like you can really feel that. I always think about like the World Series. Like those pitchers have to be. You know, the adrenaline and heart rate has to be going through the roof. Absolutely. And definitely in Jacksonville, though, the crowd, day in and day out, like, I don't, I was there, you know, I think I played 10 or 12 games there. Um, and, yeah, the, the crowd was absolutely just roaring mo most of those nights with, you know, whether it was in seventh, eighth, ninth inning, we, you know, we were winning stuff. Yeah, that was. That was a lot of fun. They they get into it when you strike out a guy and they they're cheering for you, or even like when one of our hitters hits a home run or something. Oh man, they go nuts. It's that that crowd was always packed. So yeah, that that was cool. Those people are also super super nice and welcoming. 
Well, that's awesome. It's been a fun stadium. I haven't spent too much time up there because it's a little bit of a drive for me, but I spent some time there last year at at a couple six to starts. And it's, I mean, it was a hundred degrees out and the stadium was packed to watch base, to watch a minor league game. And it's just, it's just a different experience when you get to be like, I mean, especially going from, uh, from Jupiter to Jacksonville, I know how that could be, but um, we'll get back to your pitching a little bit here. Your fastball being a lefty, hitting 98 is a legit weapon, but your changeup seemed to seem to develop a lot this year and your slider flash plus when you're in Arizona. How do you feel like your secondaries are coming along right now? I I think that my changeup has been by far the, you know, my my best pitch in in a, you know, close situation 2-2, two, 3-2 two, two counts. I don't I don't uh I'm not shy with that pitch at all, I can throw it, you know, whenever or, or whenever I would like to. And that was that was a super big pitch that I had learned at Instructs after 2018 when I after I got drafted. I went to Instructs and that was pretty much what they had told me. They were like, "You're only gonna throw the changeup." And I was like, "All right, sounds good. Like I don't, I, I understand what what you mean." And I'd worked on it through the off season, you know, and, and got a really good feel for it early in spring training. Um, and then, you know, every time I got into the bullpen, it was, you know, that was the first thing that I wanted to feel good because I knew that the fastball was going to be there because my mechanics felt really good. I wasn't, you know, pulling off or, or leaking it or anything with my front side. And so that was really good. And then once I got to high, that was where we started talking more about the slider because it seemed like the fastball and the changeup were, were good. You know, they were consistent, and, and that's where that's with the slider. Uh, I wanted that to be consistent, too, because having three pitches is, you know, always ideal. You don't want to just be a two-pitch pitcher. So that's been what I've been working on. And in the fall league, I, I made I felt like I made really good progress with it, uh, with the shape, and then it was just now working on the consistency and, so during the off season here, when I get into throwing and everything, that's definitely going to be a pretty big focus. So. Well, I mean, that's got to be a great feeling knowing you're going into the last year's off season. I mean, throwing your throwing your changeup and being being happy with it, but then now throwing it so dominantly, and they know you can throw it dominantly. And I mean, the numbers are really really there to prove itself. So that's got to be a great feeling knowing your pitches are coming along like they are. Right, right, yeah, and it's it's you know I'm not trying to rush anything i understand the the process and it you know i know it's not going to just you know be an overnight thing um and i think that's kind of helped that process um because i'm not trying to force anything i i understand that you know if i can throw three or four you know on a good day five sliders in a row that are consistent with the same shape i'll take it you know and it's just building off that day in and day out to throw six seven eight in a row that you know have the same shape they've got the same speed um they're you know they're hitting the glove or you know they're looks like they're going going to be the outside corner and, and it dies out you know it, those are certain things that that i i kind of look for when i'm playing catch or, or throwing a flat ground and stuff like that you got to take all the little victories you can i mean i mean especially in times like that when you feel like your pitchers are coming along like that i mean everything's a victory at that point yeah yeah, exactly. There, there's not, you know, just trying to trying to stay as positive as possible is something that I I like to strive for, you know, in in any situation. Just because 
I mean, baseball is a pretty tough game that there's a lot of criticism and tweaks that, oh, you can do this better and you can do this better. And, you know, I, I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. Absolutely, man. I mean, you're, looking, you're taking the best approach at this and it's showing. Well, I'd like to talk to you about your approach with lefties and righties because you've actually been more successful in your pro career against righties being a left-handed pitcher, striking out, I think, 36% of every righty faced. What do you think makes you effective in those matchups? There isn't something that I do differently when a righty or a lefty comes up to the box. There's nothing really that I change. I mean, I like to spot the fastball inside, outside, up and down. I, I like that uh, that approach, um, especially after the first swing. If they can't hit it, I mean, it, it, you know, I'm not going to speed up their bat by trying to throw a changeup or something, you know, slower. Um, being able to, you know, hit the corners is something that I, I like to do. And I guess maybe it's something that I, I haven't noticed or something, or maybe it just works. But I know that the changeup definitely has a better swing and miss with a with a righty, and maybe that's because I throw it more. And uh, you know, I'm I'm not too sure. But I would think that the changeup probably has a has a big effect on that. Well, we're going to talk about your year in in total right here right now. So it must have been a special year because it's coming full circle almost from starting the year in A ball to closing the year pitching the best of your career against the highest level of talent in the Arizona Fall League, including a save in the championship game. How was the Fall League experience for you? The Fall League was something that I, I mean I. I'll never forget that. That was getting pulled into the the coach's office, you know, and, and hearing the news and stuff. That was that was something that you know I, I'll never forget. And then going there, being around all those guys, you know, was was really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, the the atmosphere, the high end um, level of baseball. I don't think that I've ever been around you know that talented group before you know and i mean i pretty much told myself that just to go out there and compete and kind of give it give them what you got you know because i wasn't going to try to go out and change myself because i was around people that you know are are super talented i I try to just kind of rise to that occasion and and try to make the most of every opportunity that i'm that i'm given so you know Going out there and, and listening to different coaches, that was that was really nice. Just to kind of hear different perspectives, and you know, not, I wasn't trying to change anything, but I'm always open to learning new things, and you know, maybe changing a routine of, you know, what how I stretch or how I throw um, pregame or something, you know, and yeah, I I love that opportunity. I I'm really thankful that I'm. I was able to go, you know, and closing out the the championship game that I I, I can definitely see myself doing that in the future. I, I like doing that. The 2-2. Popped up right side. Encarnacion sizes it up, drifting back. And the Salt River Rafters in 2019 are the Arizona Fall League champions. Um especially when he, he, they called out and, you know, I kind of just knew. So that, that was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. 
I mean, I think I think uh, your performance in the fall league is not getting enough credit for what you did either. I know you don't want to hear about those stats, but just what you did. No, you're all right. Ten innings. I mean, 16 Ks, only two walks. You almost struck out nearly half the batters you faced. You only faced 37, struck out 16 of them. You, you were, I mean, just filthy numbers. I mean, I know that's got to show leaps and bounds in the organization. And going forward, how does it feel? You know, you know, you have a real chance to impact the big league club going into just your second full pro season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, I, I like that. I mean, my <laughs> I don't know. I, it kind of leaves me speechless at at the time because I still feel like I still feel like a kid who's who's a Division two baseball player. You, you know, I don't I don't. I try to stay, you know, humble, and I have I have good friends that keep me like that, which is funny. Um, but yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I'm I kind of get speechless when I think about that. Definitely, the, it's my goal. You know that that's what I want to do. Is you know, people have asked me, oh, how you know, how does it feel to be in the position that you're at? And I mean, I love it. I think that. I have have a good thing going, and all I want to do is just continue to get better. Um, and you know, it's that's not my call whether it's you know this year or next year. It's kind of whenever they think that I'm I'm ready, and you know, when, when that time comes, I know I'll be the most prepared that I can possibly be. And hey, we're just gonna we'll go out there and we'll give it to them, you know. Absolutely, man. There's nothing wrong with the humble approach. I mean, your performance is really preceding itself. And I just really have one more question for you later today. And I uh, was just reading back on your college days. I seen that you mes- mentioned that Derek Jeter was one of your favorite players growing up. And uh, I was just wondering how it feels to be playing for him now that you're a professional. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a surreal feeling. You know, the, I vividly remember my, um, my uh, freshman year of college and all my roommates, and I, we were watching his last game, and we we remember, you know, I remember watching him get that that hit and everything, and they won the game, and you know that was his his final game playing. You know, as a little kid, you always do the Derek Jeter throw. You know, you always, you know, he was my idol. He's you know one of my favorite players just because on and off the field he was always just super humble so getting to meet him that was a that was a as a little star struck it a little bit you know he's my boss you know he's, he's seen me pitch that's just for him to kind of have my name maybe run through his head holy smokes you know that's like a cool thing so absolutely um, yeah you know that's i don't know that's just a it's a crazy a crazy thing that you know back in 2014 if you would have told me that he was going to be my boss one day i would have been like ha you're out of your mind you know and now it's, that's the reality of it and hey you know I, I love it it's cool it's been great having you today man i appreciate you taking the time during your off season and yeah yeah thank you thank you for i'm really excited me. to meet you this spring in in, uh, in jupiter so uh, enjoy the rest of your off season. Hope you have a happy holidays and thanks for being yeah. on with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it and happy holidays to you.